I'm Grace Eubank. And I'm Ryan Beck. We are married, and we think we might even love each other. So now, we're putting our marriage to the test with a podcast. We are answering all the questions that lead to love. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. Right off the bat, will you just explain what you tried to Google last night? Yeah, I wanted to remember what I ate for breakfast that morning, and I knew what it was in my head, but I couldn't think of the name of it. So uh, I started out with honey. What goes with honey? Honey mustard. Okay, and then there's like a Rio sound at the end. Honey mustard Oreos. (laughs) No, that's not what I had. But it is what you Googled. But it is what I Googled. It was honey nut cheerios see i just had to think about it again yeah, honey nut cheerios have to. went to honey mustard oreos no one has honey mustard for breakfast <laughs> but it's just a uh an association thing honey mustard oreos honey nut cheerios very close very different <laughs> that's very different this is why it's difficult because you are sick right now mm-hmm. this is why it's difficult to for either of us to get along or to like really be there for the other person when you're sick because you tried to remember honey nut cheerios <laughs> and we're just adamant that it was honey mustard oreo and then you went no that's not right and it's like i can't help you i love you to death i can't help you if i wanted to yeah like what are those things called honey mustard oreos <laughs> no nothing's called that nothing's called that we don't know that though that's true could, i never of- actually hit like Google search. Uh, Double stuff. Yeah. Honey mustard. Oh, God. Ugh, just so gross. But they have so many varieties. It could exist. It's quite possible. I think they've even put sriracha in those things. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty they have sure the firework ones, which are pretty cool. What does that mean? They have like pop rocks in them. And so they like kind of like sparkle on your tongue. It feels cool. I think we have too many things now. <laughs> like in the whole, like in the earth. I think there's just yeah. too many things. I was thinking about this earlier. There was like people who dedicated their lives to advancing video and photography and like making things really great. It is as good as it's going to get, right? Like I, it's better than my own vision. So how could the, we have to stop. I think they're trying to make 8K now. I'm not, I can't tell the difference between yeah. 4 and but 720 it, and UHD. I can't, I don't know. I, don't I can't know tell. My eye can't tell. So what are we doing? Just but stop. Just, Focus on something else. We just watched all of the Lord of the Rings extended editions. Yes. And we could tell that that was like 2001 technology. Yeah. And, which was like, it's still very good. But like we could you really look You think that there's like a, another thing that I'm going to be like, look back at stuff made in 2020 and say that's, oh, I can tell that that's. Yes. Not, For sure. You think so? Yes. Because we were like blown away in 2001 about that. At least I was Mm because I watched that movie over and over. I watched the extended editions. I watched the the commentaries, all the special features. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I know. I still do. I know. But you refuse to read the books. I tried. They're too hard. I appreciate how the world is built out and I have no interest in reading about any of The lineage of fake people. Exactly. I don't want to read about the lineage of real people. Exactly. I barely got through my family tree on 23andMe. (laughs) Speaking of which, today's question is about family, Grace. This is question 23 for us today, episode 23. And this is a question that is very easy to answer. Okay. It really is. How close and warm is your family? Very. In the second part, do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? Yes. Yes, I agree. My family is very close and warm. I think that they would probably strive to be closer in some ways. 
Um, but like we all love and respect each other and are close and warm. We do holidays and we make each other a priority. That's why my childhood was good because my parents made us a priority. Yes. That's how you be a good parent. You don't have to like know everything and your kid's going to be screwed up anyway. So it's like just make them a priority and it'll be fine. Yeah. That's what I think at least. Yeah. But, but also... Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? I don't know why there's a comparison aspect here. I guess there are like child soldiers out there. So like, yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my life was better than theirs, I, I suppose. I didn't have to go to war as a baby. Oh, I'm so glad. But I don't know. Was my childhood happier than yours? Probably not. You have a yeah. lot of Disney stuff in your house. Disney stuff? Yeah, you have like a wall of every VHS of Disney, and I feel like you guys had like little dress-up outfits and stuff. Mm. Yeah, but does that mean I had a happier childhood? I think we had similarly happy childhoods. I don't like that they have a comparison question in there, because mm. it's like, are you supposed to decide who had the happier childhood? And oh, then, between us? Yeah, like what does that mean? You did. You think? Totally. Because, because I, had I the VHS? was Well, I was raised a boy. <laughs> You're like cherished and beloved. I'm obviously like, you know, they like having me around, but I was a little stinker. You were a little stinker. I didn't even know you then, but I know you were a little stinker. Yeah, I was causing mayhem everywhere that I went. I broke bones. Did you ever break a bone? No. Yeah, okay. So there you go right away. That's one less headache. (laughs) Yeah, I would say that you had, but also you didn't, you like were one of those kids that like didn't have cable or video games or any of that. Yeah. I don't know what you did. We played outside. We did like lots of like artistic, creative things. We like did lots Crafting. of arts and crafts. Mm. Yeah, I watched a, like I didn't watch a did lot. Did you guys of eat fast food all the time? Oh, okay. So you had some like, Americana. <laughs> you think we didn't? I, I yeah, we had a ton of fast food. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I mean, it. you did dress up as a Domino's person, right? Uh, yeah, for one Halloween. Year for Halloween. So my mom <laughs> is the best in the world and True. she's very cool and has a lot of talents. And one of those talents is sewing. And so she would make our Halloween costumes. And so we would come up with like what we wanted to be. And she would, you know, like make these amazing things for us. And so I think it was in fourth grade. I decided I wanted to be a Domino's pizza delivery person. And so she made me, we went to the fabric store and got like a pattern for a jacket and got red and blue satin. The whole thing. The whole thing. And she made me a red and blue satin jacket. And then we went to Domino's and we went up and asked. And I said like, excuse me, sir may I please have an empty Domino's pizza box? I'm being you for Halloween. <laughs> That's sweet. And they're like, okay, because I think they were like a teenager. And I'm yeah. like, whatever. Um, That's great. But then I got to walk around. First of all, everybody always like... Thought there was pizza in the box? Yeah. Their same joke was made over and over. And like, I'll take that. And it's like, it's empty. Don't worry about it. Um, it's a prop. Give a me prop. my Snickers. Yes. Milky Way for me. Milky Way, yeah. I was a Domino's pizza guy. That's great. Or lady. I remember when I was in Cub Scouts, this was Tiger Cubs for the little kids. I only did up to the point where I I missed our first camping trip and then I just cried and then I stopped. But I was like a little kindergarten in an orange shirt. And one of the little field trips that we went on in our little Tiger Cub unit Mm -hmm. was to go see how pizza's made. But like, it was cool and it is cool for little kids. But really what's happening there is there's like an adult shepherding like a kindergarten class of kids in yellow shirts with tiger paw prints all over them. (laughs) And then you just watch some teenager, presumably like kind of, sadly make pizza yeah um that sounds awesome oh i'm sure that we had a great time i'm sure that we had a great time i i remember 
Halloween used to be so cool. It still is cool. I know, but it's changed because there used to be the question of what do you want to be for Halloween? And mm-hmm. that was like the coolest question. There were mm-hmm. so many possibilities. And now what do you want to be for Halloween? I only answer it with in the house. <laughs> I want to be alone in the house with yeah. you, the dog. I like giving out candy. That part has shifted. And I'm like, I think I took that mantle up a little earlier than maybe some of our peers. I think, um, you know, I really do enjoy swinging the door open and just like throwing too much candy into a child's yeah. bowl until their arms shake because <laughs> I have put too much candy in there. Yeah, hands. we want to be like the fun house. We want to be cool. We don't need to give out like the full size candy, but we Did just give ever- a ton of the little size, the fun size, not the minis, yeah. fun yeah. size. Did your mom ever do full size? No, we didn't. We didn't live like in a place where. Um, oh, you're just too rural. Yeah. Rural. Rural. My family, we lived in a subdivision. My mom had like spreadsheet or she like would tick off how many people came and compare it to the previous wow. year. like So she would have enough candy because there was a time where like our neighborhood became really, really like the kinds that you see in movies, like popular. Uh-huh. It was popular. It was like everybody's house had like someone every few minutes yeah and so there was one house down the block that gave out full-size candy bars one year and there was just a crazy run on that house and i feel like i don't have confirmation on this i think my mom was a little bit jealous or she saw how much joy that we got out of knowing that there was Mm -hmm. a full-size candy bar house that for like two years of my childhood we were the full-size candy bar house and you'd think that that means that I get to have a bunch of full-size candy bars. No, they were all stocked and given to the other yeah. kids. But we had like really jumping for like two Halloweens. Do you remember what kind of candy bars they were? Was it like one? Oh, it would be variety? like a Mars pack. Crazy. And then, uh, you know, we'd put the razor blades in them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't get to eat them. You just had to insert the razor I blades. I just had to put the razor blades in. So... Um. <laughs> Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's fall. We have to get ready for Halloween. We need to get our flu shots. We need to um, figure out which candy we're going to purchase to give away and also which candy we're going to purchase just to eat and pretend that we're going to give it to kids. That's the real question. It's like, okay, if we're giving it away, we can't get something that we are like, are going to eat immediately or will we? Are we buying this so we don't eat it? Or are we buying this so we have something that we will eat? No it's problem. very early for us to be talking about this. So I think whatever we do buy is going to be consumed and then we will have to go back to the store and pay mm-hmm. premium prices to get it right before Halloween for the um, something like, I don't know, I think we get like 30, 35 kids. Yeah. You uh, love to. I love it. You. I love it. The past couple of years, you've like scared. You tell them. I stand by and we have a very long hallway. So I stand at the end of the hallway. I have a chair and I just hang out there <laughs> and at, you- with, you know, I hang out there with, with the candy. And then as soon as they ding or knock i whipped the door open (laughs) and i kind of broke the door handle last year so we had to have it repaired so i have to be careful this year Um, but then i whip it open and i you know i try to scare them and i would say that it works 15 percent of the time (laughs) most of the time i just look insane and then they're just like can i just please have the candy i also don't mind when there are older teenagers that come by and older i would say like um above five foot five Mm -hmm. i don't know how old these kids are but if you're this tall i'm like Fine. Dress up. Wear your scary as hell mask with just black shirt. I don't care. Yeah. Just take the candy because hold on to your childhood and don't be out vandalizing things. Yeah. Great. I Yeah. I was a teenager who trick-or-treated. I wore a real costume, but... Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? I yeah. Don't have care. some candy. Have some candy. Come as over. As long as you're not like... Um, 
breaking things or being, you yeah, know, no mischief the, night, the wrong kind of mischief. Yeah. Great. Eat some candy. Yeah, wear your black hoodie. It's fine. So question 23. It is very easy for us. How close and warm is your family? The family is warm and close, right? It's great. Yeah. We did this thing. I've been doing this joke on stage, but like at the beginning of the pandemic and quarantine and all that, my family made a very, we made it a priority to hop on uh, FaceTime or Zoom or WhatsApp um, to FaceTime with each other once a week. Mm-hmm. And this is what's nice about my family is that we all know that we have a limit. And it was about <laughs> six weeks went by and then the FaceTimes completely dropped off. There was no discussion about it. Hey, let's skip a week. Let's just completely dropped off. It was like we all collectively said, yeah, that's enough. It was a silent collective mm-hmm. agreement. Nobody had to talk about it. It was yeah. just... It, <laughs> just dropped off. your <laughs> hearts, you knew this is done. This is fine. Yeah. You know, my sister kept trying to FaceTime with in a driving a car with the windows down. We're like, you know what? None of us can really make this a priority. We're busy. It was nice. It was nice while it lasted. And then it was nice when it was gone. It was just that's, en- <laughs> that's enough. This is cool. Like fam- family and friends are the most important thing in the world. And then six weeks went by and we're like, what about TV and alcohol? Yeah. Have we thought about that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just have a beer and watch the TV. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Now, uh, I mean, my family, we make each other a priority, even if you don't talk to people. When that's something that I think is nice. And I think that when we have a family, that's something that we will carry on. And I know yes. that your family is the same way. It's like you just make the people in your life a priority and feel that way. And you're doing a good job. Agreed. I think, um, yeah, I mean, in terms of like what our childhoods were like, I had like a very magical childhood and my parents made sure that was a priority. Mm -hmm. You know, like we had, we're always doing like creative things and, you know, like the Halloween costumes, that was a huge thing that my mom did and it was every single year and we got to like pick what we wanted to be. It wasn't like go to the store and pick a mask (laughs) kind of the thing. Yeah. Um, So we we got to be really creative. You what? We didn't spend very much either. It was like, a, uh, for the most part, it was, you know, figure it out. I mean, you'd buy like makeup and stuff. Oh. Um, well, we would spend money because my mom would buy all the fabric and the patterns and oh, all this I stuff. Oh, I mean buying, straight up buying a costume. Oh. That wasn't really a thing that we did. Got it. There was like an item or two if you really needed a specific thing. Mm-hmm. I had some like plastic ninja swords. Mm-hmm. Um, there was other things like that. Had to get the makeup of my favorite wrestler who I dressed up as twice. Nice. I also dressed up as a hobo twice because it meant that I could just carry a bunch of sodas around with me. Because <laughs> um, they, but I put them in plastic bag. I would just drink sprites and have it. I had a bunch of. Wow. Them and I had like a bindle. It's not PC anymore. Well, you, I don't know why I can't be a railroad hobo, and that's not PC. Those these people do not exist. There's nobody <laughs> riding true. the rails with a bindle <laughs> and drinking sprite out of a paper bag. Yeah. I wasn't like just like a, a drunk, you know. Right, right. That was just an aspect to my character. <laughs> but I had he my, had a backstory. I had a wagon with with drinks on it. I was I was really doing it. Yeah, wow, you are creative. Yeah, I was doing great. Oh man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had my pizza box. You had your wagon full of Sprite. Yeah. What else were you for Halloween? A wrestler? I was staying the wrestler twice. I was a hobo. Um, previous to that, I was like Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, I was one of my very first Halloweens. I was a clown. My mom dressed me as a that clown. That one's a really cute baby picture. Mm-hmm. And I think somebody made that costume. Maybe my grandma. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think I was a mime one time, but I ha- the mime picture really looks like I'm doing some kind of like part 
blackface part in Kabuki theater. <laughs> it doesn't. I, you have to like before you show people the picture, you have to say, "I was a mime." Yeah. Like, you have to preface, yeah. <laughs> preface what's going on. It's like vaudeville, very strange looking. Um, it's <laughs> it's weird. It's really weird. Um, I remember I was Annie Oakley. I was. Um, a witch one year I was what else um, well you have great ones from adulthood I gave up I stopped go- oh I stopped yeah I kept it. going now we have the, I have a shirt that has a pumpkin on it because I just want to be in the house that's it well I do too and here's the thing which my sister made for me thank yes. you very much when you were a kid it's like weather isn't a thing it doesn't matter how cold it is at the end of October and so you're just like whatever and now are, it's like oh it's cold we mm-hmm. want to wear a jacket mm-hmm. and so we have some oversized pumpkin sweatshirts and right. it's and pretty it's cool great. it's great it's great but you've been frodo you've been michael j fox from back to the future yeah marty mcfly uh-huh you've been i was robin the pop star robin the pop star yeah you've been gosh you've been all kinds uh, of yeah stuff. I you really you do a great job with halloween i really love halloween mm-hmm. i really love dressing up we need to make it more of a priority for you yeah because oh I feel we like did the um, last few years you haven't um got to do what you wanted yeah it was well with work i would always work on halloween not um to not, not this year not tonight or this year yeah uh which is sad but um, I didn't know this would be such a Halloween episode. I know. And it's only September. <laughs> it's only September. We'll yeah, have to. We'll, we're getting ready. No, we're going to. This will be our Halloween special and we'll just casually mention it <laughs> for the rest. But this is our this is our Halloween special. Yeah. Clearly. Um, Very spooky. I have. There are some grievances that we need to get to. Yeah. Do we need to keep talking about this question, though? I don't know if we need to keep talking about this question. I feel like I have. a. I feel like my childhood was very happy. And I know yours was. And my family is very close and warm to like, you know, a a regular degree. Um, I don't think anyone is psychologically damaged from being (laughs) in my family. And it's like, what more do you want? Right. I can hug my parents and they don't say what's wrong. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, Everyone says I love you freely. Yeah. It's very open with emotion and not in a way where it's like I... Uh, so much so where I don't know how to socialize with other people. Mm-hmm. I have a very regular, nice upbringing and close family. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if there's anything left to be said in that regard. All right. To answer the question. Do you want to, do you have any questions for me about my family and my upbringing? I don't think so. Yeah. It's pretty open, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think what our listeners would like to know. Because <sighs> of course we know each other's. I have the, I have a, the Midwest America, um, you know, upbringing. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of stuff that we didn't talk about, but it didn't need to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Is how it was viewed, you know. Yeah. Do you but have any questions for me? I don't think so. I know everything about. I know everything about your <laughs> upbringing and your family. You went on lots of family vacations. You guys um, would travel for your dad's business. You would. We did a lot of uh, family vacations that were like they were all like driving. Yeah. They were all like road trips. USA, baby. USA, baby. If you're um, rich, then you get on airplanes. I wasn't on an airplane until I was like, um, first time I was on an airplane was as part of a school trip to go oh. to D.C. to look at every single monument in D.C. in one day and then come back the same day. Sounds horrible. It was a lot. But me and my dad went and it was awesome because I got to go on an airplane with my yeah. dad. We buzzed around to all these different things. We saw the Smithsonian we saw Jefferson Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial, the the Washington Monument. Like we like, there's the White House. You know, we like we did yeah. that. It was that tour of D.C. 
And it was really cool. And I think I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that I'd ever been on an airplane. Oh. And then I don't think I was on an airplane again until I was 16. And I came to visit my uncle yeah. in New York. And then I don't think I was on an airplane again after that until I was like 20. In college, yeah. yeah. We flew a lot when I was like very little. And then I didn't fly like my whole teenage years until I went to college. Um, I think it's weird if you... It's not weird now. Maybe air travel is even cheaper. Yeah. But it's like, uh, it feels like a different level of um. Well, I remember all of... Vacationing. Uh, well, not all of... I had a few friends that they their family vacations, it was like they would go to the beach for a week or they would like... The like rich ones would go to like Aruba. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> Or those something kids. like that. I just didn't... And we didn't have we, those like, kids. We didn't do that we always like went on like a mm-hmm. road trip that was like had some educational value to it yeah um we had those and so we went you went to hannibal missouri we went to hannibal missouri <laughs> that was my sister's like graduation yeah. like pick like when she graduated from high school she wanted she was like a huge mark twain fan so we went to hannibal missouri and i was just a stone's throw from you mm-hmm. um and that was really fun but that was we flew and then um had a road trip like through um missouri through missouri mark twain country mark twain country yeah when when we went to this is the way that we lived was like and when we went to disney world there was no question that we were driving (laughs) it wasn't even a thought that i think my grandparents flew down Uh and that was and that was like wow yeah grandma and grandpa flew like yeah. they flew to vacation. I don't even didn't even know. It blew my mind a little bit that people even got on an airplane to go on vacation. <laughs> it was funny. crazy. I was like, vacations are sitting in cars and we then driving a, back. We had the like the road trip down. We had um like you knew what to bring. Like I would have my Walkman like CD player, and then I would have like my stack of CDs. I pick my like ten to twenty CDs that I was like, okay, this is my soundtrack for this trip. Mm-hmm. And it was usually driving to Virginia to see my grandparents. Um, and then I would have like my pillow, and I would have a blanket. I would have um one book that I like never touched because I just want to listen to music. Um, right. I would have my like probably one stuffed animal, and some sort of like activity book. Yeah. We had it together. We had it down. Now we still have a good system for that. Yeah, until you buy ketchup chips. Which I did buy ketchup chips. That's that the thing. I love to buy the road chip snacks. And one time you were like, Oh, she's stressed out. I want to take this off her plate when you didn't realize that, that was like the one thing I was looking forward to. I was like, Oh, I tried I just to can't help wait. you. You're over here, you were probably sick having honey mustard Oreo brand. <laughs> and I tried to, I was like, Grace likes ketchup, she likes chips, maybe this is something she'll like. And I didn't know that that was like a mortal sin to buy ketchup chips. And also, you got to fix it and went back to the store and went and got us good snacks and everything. But ketchup chips was a was a horrendous, there's a road trip in the animated show that I worked on on Snapchat called Death Hacks. You can find it on Snapchat. And there's a road trip scene in one of the episodes and mm-hmm. the and it's what it's satan driving the car beelzeboomer mm-hmm. and he uh he, he's like you know explaining what he brought on the road trip and mortifying the kids and there was a, a vhs or no it was like a cassette player and ketchup chips and so that was like everyone thought that was so funny they're like yes yeah, satan would bring ketchup chips thank you on his road trip and i was like that was just something i did to grace yeah you really did and they Took were horrendous away from me 
So that really is a great segue into our grievances, Grace. All right, let's do it. Ketchup chips, obviously, is a grievance that you have. We went to the beach. Um, do you want to explain what happened to the beach? Yeah, well, we had a great day at the beach. It was the end of summer. We were like, oh, no, we didn't go to the beach enough. We like did a pro move, got some beach chairs. Very nice, mm-hmm. on clearance, top of the line. And... We dipped at, our toes. We in dipped the water. our toes in the ocean, and I'm we're like walking along the beach, and I find this beautiful piece of sea glass, and I'm like, oh, this is like beautiful. And uh, Ryan holds out his hand, and it's like, oh, you want to see it? No, you said, look at this piece of sea glass. Okay, but you held out your hand, like open palm, and I put it in <laughs> your hand, and you immediately chuck it into the ocean. <laughs> That's one version of what happened. What I here's what I remember happening is that you said, look at this sea glass. The edges are so smooth and round. And I felt it for a while. And then you turned away and then I just whipped it into the ocean. I did not turn away because I watched like a really good skipping rock. Yeah, I did not turn away because I saw every moment of you chucking my beloved sea glass into the ocean. I was okay. shocked. You might have handed me something and said, look how cool this is. And I threw it in the ocean. That That's might exactly have been what, what happened. happened. Okay, whatever. I admit that I'm wrong. Here's something that I'm going to say that you brought me cookies. You made cookies and that was really sweet. And you brought four cookies out and you put them in front of me. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to eat four cookies. Why did she bring me four cookies? And so then I begrudgingly ate the last two cookies. I was like, two cookies is good. And then I was like... These are really, really tasty and good, but I'm clearly overeating and I'm just going to feel sick on the couch. And so I was like, why did you bring me four cookies? And that was going to be my grievance. But then a day later, I was like, why did you bring me four cookies last night? You explained to me. I did not bring you four (laughs) cookies. I brought us four cookies and you ate them all. Yeah. You ate them all. I was like, I came out and you were like eating the third cookie because I was like, I, you shoveled the first two in so fast because like by the time that I had like you know put the other ones out or like put them away you had already moved on to the third cookie I was like oh I guess I'd better go I like went back into the kitchen and got myself two more cookies yes so I'm sorry these grievances are accepted and I'm sorry that I ate your cookies I'm sorry I threw your cool piece of sea glass into back into the ocean um, sorry for buying ketchup chips that one time. <laughs> you know what? Uh, here we are. Yeah. Um, I want to say one thing. I want to shout out our friends, Liz and Matt, who sent us a very cool oh, present. this was so great. This is so nice. A few episodes ago, we were... You were grievancing about directed at me for saving a weird sized plastic bag. And we talked about how many we had overflowing under our sink. And Liz and Matt sent us a lovely Etsy gift, which is a a, a plastic bag holder. It's and great. It's really cute. You put them in the top. You pull them out the bottom. Exactly. It's you don't awesome. have to look at them. They're not like busting out of a Trader Joe's. A paper bag under your sink anymore. It's just a it's delight. wonderful and it's thoughtful. So, so thoughtful. Thank, thank you, Liz. you. Thank you, Matt. Um, yes, I think that's it for the episode today, Grace. It's been fun, man. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, man. I don't call you man. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com/slash Grace Ryan Podcast or email us at Grace Ryan Podcast at gmail.com. Okay, that's enough. I love you. Love you too. Bye.